What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Sorry. Well, we heard Chris say earlier that it's National Donut Day. So I wanted to tell you guys that, first of all, uh, Yelp did their annual list of top 100 donut shops in the country. And three of the top 10 are right here in L.A. and Orange Counties, including their number nine, which is Simone's Donuts in Long Beach. Number four is Munchkin's Donuts in Covina. And number three is J.D. Flannel Donuts and Coffee in San Juan Capistrano. But I also want to tell you guys, there's some deals going on for National Donut Day. A couple of the national chains are giving away some free donuts, basically. Krispy Kreme, they're giving away one free donut, any kind, per customer, no purchase necessary. Randy's is giving away one free classic donut per customer. And Dunkin' participating stores are offering free donuts with a drink purchase. So go get your free donuts. What was the name of the place in San Juan Capistrano? Uh, J.D. Flannel Donuts and Coffee. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Check it out! Wow, it's number three in the in the country. Yep. I have a I have a what you need to know too. Okay. I have the twenty nine best chilaquiles in Los Angeles. How about okay. that? All right, all right. We start twenty nine. I'm going to roll through them very quickly. Ready? That's a Usually lot of all twenty nine. <laughs> I'm just watch watch how quickly I go through them. Ready? Okay, keep going. Teresitas in East LA, Homegirl Cafe in Chinatown. Guajillo's Restaurant in Huntington Park and Southgate. Jenny's Country Kitchen, Santa Fe Springs. CJ's Cafe, Baldwin Hills and Mid-City Locations. Millie's Cafe in Silver Lake and Pasadena Locations. Yaya's Restaurant in Boyle Heights. Yaya's Restaurant in Huntington Park. Uh, Chismosa, I love that name. Chismosa Cafe in Covina and West Covina. Celia's Celia's Rancho Restaurante in Burbank. El Albajeno in Culver City. Poached in Downey. Uh, and they have OC locations. Antigua Bread in Highland Park and El Sereno. Uh, Rex's Cafe in San Pedro. Cafe de Ola in Burbank and Monrovia. More Than Waffles in Encino. Zumaya's in Whittier. Tacos Delta in Silver Lake. Hudson House in Redondo Beach. Claudine, uh, their kitchen. Claudine's Kitchen in, where am I? Encino. Carmelo Cafe La Puente Amar locations. Mexico Cocina, or Mex Cocina, excuse me, in Burbank. Mary Alicia's in Boyle Heights. La Barca Restaurante in Downey, Delia's in Eagle Rock, Que Rico's in East Hollywood, Ernie's Mexican Restaurant in North Hollywood, Chalio in East L.A., and El Nayarit in San Fernando. Mm. Caramelo wow, ain't that good. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, no, wow. Sorry. And that's in La wow. and in Amar. I've been to both locations. I wasn't Wow. 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 She's comparing it to her mother's tamales. No, chilaquiles. We're talking about chilaquiles. I chilaquiles, bro. I understand. I love chilaquiles, but... Do you? Mm, yes, I do, as a matter of fact. And you uh, want When know was I, the last time you had a good chilaquile? A good chilaquile? Last Sunday, because Rachel, every time we go mm. someplace, that's what she orders. Green or red, Cappy? Uh, yeah, that's big. That's more big. more of a green, I think. I think green. Yeah, I'm a green. I'm a green sauce person. Yeah, me too. Person. I'm a green yeah, person. Yeah. Thank God that was yeah. the right answer. Yeah, oh thank God. God. Yeah, me too. Because I was like, ooh, I'm a judge. I'm a judge. I'm a judge. I'm now, you see, but now Lindsay's got me on this donut list. Did you mention Glee Donuts and Burgers in Anaheim? I did not. Okay. I mean, there's a lot here, man. Jeez. I mean, there's a lot of great donut places in L.A. True. The mom and pop stuff is bomb. But I just gave you 29 Chilaquile places to go to. Is it Chilaquile Day, too? No, but it just happened <laughs> oh. to pop up on my timeline. <laughs> oh. Well, I didn't know why you were doing that. So that's why. <laughs> yeah, it just happened to pop up on my timeline. George, Dude, LA know? Taco is great at putting things like that, like on. Instagram oh yeah, it is. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. they Twitter. are good at that. Good. Follow. George, you got to go here to this donut shop in Sedona, Arizona. It's called Sedonuts. Sedona. 
Sedonuts, <laughs> right? Sedano should go to Sedonuts. Yeah, she should. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He didn't think uh, it was I, as funny as we did. No, no. I thought that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Coming up in the next segment, Cappy. Tell me. Okay, I'm going to uh-huh. front sell here. We've got a couple of Lakers rumors that you're going to want to hear. Okay? All right. If you're a Laker fan, if you're going to want to listen to that 515 segment, okay? Okay, all right. Because it is going to be juicy, hot NBA rumors. Because this Ooh. is rumor season now. Juicy and hot, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the Lakers, though. Yeah. Did you see that former Laker champion head coach Frank Vogel was hired by the Suns today? You know, I did. I saw this story break earlier in the day, and I... You can't help it. Like, don't you have an immediate reaction? My immediate reaction, Frank Vogel hired by the Suns. Never work. Like, that was like my my immediate reaction. Oh, really? My immediate reaction was like, man, good for him. Oh, no, my immediate reaction after that was, hey, I'm glad to see him sign like a five-year deal. Because if he survives like a year or two and then they buy him out, good for him. You know, he's got about three years of, of free money. Well, why would he not survive there? Are you because of the owner? Because of KD? Like, I don't understand what your issue is there. Yeah, my issue is KD. Um, KD is not a guy who, in my opinion, is what I would call a coachable player. So if I'm Frank Vogel. Why would my, you say that? Because that's the way I feel about him. But I, I'm curious as to why you feel that way. Well, I mean, you just look at all these places that he's been. And, I mean, really, where has he been what I would call coachable? I'd say in Golden State. But they had an established. Uh, well, no, even before that, OKC. Culture. I mean, he was with Scotty Scott Brooks, Brooks forever. Was that, was that his? I mean, really? But didn't Scotty Brooks get fired? And then didn't didn't he just kind of take off and say, "Oh, I'm out of here." Coach fired. Um, I am. I'm Scott gone. Scott Brooks got fired, but I don't think that had to do with Kevin Durant. Well, I'll keep I'll keep going. I'll keep going. Which is, you know, when he got to Brooklyn, you know, he said, "Hey, I got to have my own guy." You know, so he went out and he got a, a guy hired who had never been a coach before in the NBA, mm-hmm. never coached at all. You know? Yeah, but I don't think he was the reason why he was like, oh, I thought it was more Kyrie, wasn't it? Or <laughs> Listen, just like the team I'm, in general. I'm just saying, here's my point. When I when I thought about Russell Westbrook. You're just doing reckless speculation. Yeah, I'm just giving you an and, opinion. And That's all you call I, reckless I, speculation. I, I mean, it's, it's fine. I don't care. Yeah, listen. When I okay, but it I, wasn't meant to be though. a pejorative. Like, no, but, relax. Well, let me give you right, an example. Sally, Jesus. Well, I don't even know what pejorative means. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know what that means. Pejorative. I mean, <laughs> I am I pejoratively I mean, punitive well, if, right now? Just, I used it in a sentence. What do you think it means? I don't know what pejorative means. I, I really said don't. it did. It wasn't meant to be pejorative. What do you think that means? I don't know because let's I mean, teach the let's 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 have a teaching lesson. Okay, here. let's go ahead. I mean, I mean this is this is okay, an English class. So you're you're getting you're getting a little defensive with me, and I say it's not meant to be a pejorative. What do you think that meant? You, you think it was not intended to be an argument? Is that what you're saying? Disparaging. Well, it was yeah. It wasn't wasn't meant like with like disapproval. Like I wasn't just like trying to you know create contentiousness for no reason. You know well, what I mean? I'm like, I, I, I'm just I'm saying this about Kevin Durant. Don't think he's an easy guy to coach. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Frank Vogel walks in the room and everybody goes now. Wait a second. There's a guy who led who the Lakers, the, the players. No, no. I, I'm saying who walks into the room and can command the room then. Who can do that? Hmm. I would say that it would take a very special coach with some serious credentials for a guy like Kevin Durant to go, okay, I'll buy this guy. And I don't know that Frank Vogel has those credentials. I don't okay, know that maybe, I don't, maybe, maybe he doesn't, but if, you, if I look at Kevin Durant outside of Steve Kerr, mm-hmm. if I look at the rest of Kevin Durant's like coaching 
guys he's been coached by, Frank Vogel's easily the second best coach. Not saying he's not. That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is when Frank walks in the room, does Kevin Durant go, hey, look, I know this guy's a champion. I know this guy coached LeBron and AD, and he's got my respect just based on his resume. Because I'll tell you right now, a guy like Russell Westbrook did not show that sort of respect to a guy like Frank Vogel. I'm well, not Frank saying Vogel that, also wanted to bench him, so there's that. Well, but but you you have he never respected him from the beginning. No, no, I I understand, but because Frank, I mean, it's look. It seems fairly obvious that Frank was not comfortable with Russell Westbrook being on the roster. Look, Frank Vogel's going to go to going to go to uh, Phoenix, and he's going to do everything he can do to to show people what a great coach he is. And he when is his coach. when his career is over, he's going to be able to look back, no matter what happens, and he's going to tell his grandchildren, "I coached LeBron James to a championship." I went on to eventually coach uh, a guy like Kevin Durant. I coached a Paul George earlier in his career when I was in Indiana. I mean, this guy's had a great career so far, and he it could be even better. I yeah. just don't know if Frank Vogel can get Kevin Durant to be what I think of as being a coachable right. player. But is Doc Rivers that coach? Because that's Probably who not. allegedly was also the other person. Probably and not. He dropped his name out uh, five minutes before the announcement came out, which I thought was fascinating. Yeah, probably. Kevin not. Durant is known for being like extremely hardworking. I'm not saying he's. Yeah, not I don't think of him as a coach killer, though. I don't yeah, think of him as that. And Who I do you feel think like it's harder to coach, like him or LeBron. Yeah, that's a great question. Go ahead, Cappy. Well, I think they're both really, really how, hard to. How coach. How about you do this? How about you? How about you tell us on the other side? Plus, you said you got some juicy stuff coming up for us. Right, it all works out exactly. Nice. See. Teamwork makes the dream work. It's a good show. There's a, a quality broadcast. Is what this yeah, is. Yeah, there's enough. There's enough. Uh, you know, fire, fieriness, right? Yeah. There's uh, there's nothing pejorative in I your direction. I was going to say, let's not all get pejorative with one another, okay? <laughs> <laughs> let's not get down that way. I mean, you know, we went. We, you know, you you, you thought I was getting mad so at you when I was making a. I was clearly heading towards a direction about you know the Big D show. You know, it's just like, you've been on edge today, Cappy. It's Friday, What's going George. on with it's you? Friday. What's going on at home today? It's Friday, dude. I'm ready. Is it I'm last ready. day of school stuff for Julia? Like, yeah, what's that's, happening here? That's part of it. Last day of school is, it, is, is it, part of it. Is, is the Lomi not, not working? What's happening here? <laughs> oh, there you go. Like Project X. Exactly. Uh, all right. We'll get to all that stuff coming up next. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Berlay. Oh, this is a great one. And chopping back a lay. She chopping back a lay. She chopping back a lay. She chopping back a lay. Yeah. You probably have the she CD. Back a lay. She chop. Ugh. Everybody know that song? Not at all. Not at all. Oh my god! Is that like it's a like white one people thing. Favorite songs. I like love being a car that. White people thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I love him, and that. I've never heard it. He chopping back a lay. He chopping back a lay. Now we know where Adam Sandler got the opera man idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chopping broccoli was so funny. The, the whole bit was uh, this guy's like supposed to be this rock star, you know, and he's got this album that's due and the record label's waiting for it and he's supposed to deliver it and he walks in and they're like, so can we hear what you got? And he's like, yeah, and he sits down at the piano and he has nothing. He's just got nothing. So he starts making up this song. She, the lady, she went downtown. She bought some, and he's like rolling his eyes. She bought some uh, broccoli. She brought it home. And she chopping broccoli. Great song. Dana Carvey, big fan. Big. I feel cool that I know something you three don't. <laughs> you can take that one You can all keep day. that yeah, one, bro. You can for keep sure. it all, all day, the way, bro. All night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twice on Sundays. Take it to the bank and roll with it. Uh, oh, God. Uh, all right, so answer the, Lindsay's question. What? What does she want to know? What do you need to know, Lindsay Baseball? Who, who Anything do you, you think is more difficult to coach, LeBron or Kevin Durant? I would argue that it probably is harder to coach Kevin Durant. Really? You're crazy. Yeah. No way. Hell Wait a no. Wait Are a you out of your mind? Coach LeBron. Wait a Come second. Come on. Wait a second. Hold on. LeBron is a coach unto himself. Right. So you, when you're coaching LeBron, you go like this. You go, hey, LeBron, what do we do? And then he tells you what to do. So it's easy to coach LeBron. Whereas with Kevin Durant, no you're like, way. yo, KD, do this. And he's like, nah, dog, I'm doing my own thing. Nah, dog, that's not what he says. Is that, is um, that what he says? Does he say no. chopping broccoli? No, he's not chopping broccoli either. Okay. But no, that is absolutely, that, that's ludicrous. Luda. The rapper. Right. So you guys yeah, think no LeBron's chance. a hard guy to coach, do you? Yes. More no, than Kevin Durant? More than Kevin Durant. Ah, I see. Kevin I see. Durant is like, like, I remember Steve Kerr saying like all these like heartfelt things about him, like, you know, like no, he's, no, no, he's like don't the get me wrong. Worker and and you know he, he's very vulnerable listen, and all this stuff. They 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 both have their challenges, but if we're comparing one to the other, I don't even think it's in the same stratosphere. Oh, see, I think it's it's kind of easy to coach LeBron. You just get out of his way and say, "Here, LeBron, here's the whiteboard. Tell everybody what to do." Kind of like what Darvin did during the year. I don't think so. You don't think so? You don't remember that time where LeBron was like, "Yo, give me the whiteboard. Everybody, do this. Look, here's you. Here's me. Here's you. You pass me the ball. I shoot. We win." I mean, but that's what arguably would make it more difficult because exactly. Kevin Durant is like, LeBron's going to be like, all right, well, you just told me to do that. I'm going to do whatever I want. Whereas mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, like, 
he's going to be the guy where like he's a hard worker, he's going to put the work in, and he always says like I just want to play basketball, I just want to hoop, that's all I want to do. Right. So and he's going like, to e- I don't think it's as easy as he says it. I just want to hoop. I don't think it's that easy either. Like I, let's not get it twisted. But sure. I, I I do think that he's on on the difficulty scale. He is a notch for sure or two down from LeBron. LeBron, there's a lot. I mean, you are you like. For for LeBron's entire existence, basically, you've coached LeBron. The pressure is on you to win a championship every year. That hasn't always been the case with Kevin Durant. Like that's this, a different level of of pressure. This all started LeBron. because former Laker coach Frank Vogel takes over Correct. today in Phoenix, and yeah. I was I was happy for Frank. I think Frank. Listen, that's exactly the type of coach they need, in my opinion. Well, I'm happy for Frank too. I'm happy Frank got a five year deal. Because after two years or three years, when Frank gets fired, they'll pay him the rest of the money that they Damn, owe him. Cap. Well, no, it's just, but that's how it goes. Guy, I mean, everybody gets fired. I mean, that, that's what a coach is in any pro sport. You're just waiting until you get fired. There are certain guys that, that get over on that. If you're Bill Belichick, hey, Eric Spolstra, look at him as an example. I mean, these are guys that have, you know, they've lasted that long. They've had that much success. But 99.9% of all other coaches in pro sports, they're hired, and then they get fired. And they usually get fired before their contracts are up, and that is what I think will happen here because I just don't think that Frank Vogel will reach this team. Not these okay. attitudes, not these egos, as I perceive it. Yeah, but, I, but who, who, what other egos? What are you talking about? Listen, I think this that if Like Phoenix, Devin Booker? Like, okay, Chris Paul maybe. Like, I, yeah, I mean, he's, he's older, and that's, it's always hard to coach the aging superstar. But Devin Booker is like the easiest dude in the league to coach. All right, I'm just listening. I, I looked at a guy like Monty Williams, and two years ago, could everybody have been quelling more over Monty Williams? Oh my God, right, what a but, guy! Uh, but what I a got a coach. little, and I got grief for saying that. Yes, he he clearly has a connection with his team, but I don't think he's near the top of the list of best coaches. Well, they got rid of him. They brought in Frank. I hope for Frank Vogel, he kind of sticks it to everybody. Like, hey, look, um, I was not the problem with the Lakers. Just so you guys know. Um, had they gotten rid of Russell Westbrook and well, and by the me, way, do you know who the general manager of the Phoenix Suns is? Tell me, James Jones. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. He's well. For, first of all, he's he was a LeBron teammate forever. So is if he the general knows, manager of the Phoenix Suns, James Jones? Correct. Oh, because when you ask me if I know who he is, I'm like, you already told me who he was. They say that he was like the heart of the Cavs' 2016 championship team. I don't he know. Barely about even that. played. Let's slow down. Okay, so what's, what's your point going to be, though, George? What's, what's the point? My point is he knows what it's like to coach LeBron, which is why he helped hire Vogel. You're saying that uh, Phoenix looked at looked at Vogel and they say, "Well, hey, look, if he could handle LeBron and, and lead a team to a championship while having to deal with LeBron, he could certainly handle KD, no problem." And and all the other stuff that comes with it, like the Lakers in general, that's not an easy job. Well, I wonder where the Lakers might be today, and I'm not saying that they would have won a championship this year, hardly. But had they chosen their coach over their disgruntled $47 million, used-to-be superstar player who was the cancer in the locker room, how much better the Lakers might have been had they kept uh, I mean, they may not have, they probably wouldn't have started 2-10, um, but, you know, I, don't, I, I still think at the end of the day, if LeBron gets hurt, it doesn't matter who the coach was. You know, you well, could have had Phil Jackson and Pat Riley been on the bench together, which clearly would never happen. But and and it wouldn't have mattered if LeBron's got busted wheels. So well, there's that. I, I look at Denver and I look at Michael Malone. And I look at the number of years he's been there. and I look at the way that team has been built, and I see the way you know it's just year and year. They take another step, another step, and consistency. I like consistency in an organization. 
I like what Denver's got. I love what Miami has. I would have loved to have seen the Lakers have chosen their coach over a, over a player that they eventually got rid of anyway. But that's ancient history. The question is, will Vogel be successful in Phoenix? I have my doubts. Clearly, we've noticed that. I do. I do. I have my doubts. Okay. But I'm rooting for the guy. You really sound like it. <laughs> Liar. Come yeah, you on. sound like you're right there with him. Oh, Go I'm get him, Frankie boy. Yeah, good luck to you, man. Cap, <laughs> I would hate to know if you were rooting against him what you would My say. God, I know, right? Seriously. Holy moly. Well, I, I don't have an anti-Vogel thing. I've got, like, I don't think Kevin Durant's a coachable guy. That's all. Mm. Okay. I'm, I'm well, pro-Vogel. We'll see. Uh, you want to know the rumors? Lego yeah, rumors? let's hear them. You said you got good I got, juice. I can sneak in. I'll sneak in one, and then we'll do another one at 6 o'clock because we have Radio Tinder, and then we'll have Blake, our Dodger insider. So I'll sneak in one. Okay, you ready? I'm, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. Let's go. Do you want me to give you one about a big man, or do you want me to give you one? There's actually three, technically. So there's a one about a big man. There's one about a former Angelino. Okay, and then there's another one for a point guard. Which one do you want first? Big man. Would Miles Turner, remember that name? I do. Interest you as a trade target. He was excellent last year for the Indiana Pacers. Just signed the new deal. So you're 27 asking 27 years old. Yeah. Six foot 11, mm -hmm. 250 pounds, mm -hmm. shoots threes. One of the best shot blockers in the NBA. Remember, there was a lot of chatter about him and Buddy Heald uh, a while back mm -hmm. for Russ, mm -hmm. since we brought up Russ earlier. Does that make your toes twinkle? Does it make my toes twinkle? Wow. Um, I'm just feeling them a little bit right now. Uh, a little bit, but hold on. Here's the thing. Wait, but what, does that nasty toe actually tw twinkle? Or Let no? me take a look here, because, you know, <laughs> here's the thing, George. My left big toenail... Is, oh, stop. Is, Please it's stop. It's growing back in right now. Cap, you know people tweeted at us yesterday yes. and said they had to turn the radio off when yes. you were talking about yeah, that. So, and they I asked just, it was, to it, take it, it out. It was a rhetorical, rhetorical question. Yes. Really? Yeah, really? it was a rhetorical question. Did a lot Lindsay of people? And I, yes. People right, just tweeted at me. Does, really? Does yes. Miles... Yeah, they did too to me too. Really? Um, were they Miles dominating? Turner. Yeah. Maybe. Miles Turner. Mm-hmm. You in or you out? I'm in if... On the idea. Just the idea. Here's the thing. Here's what I'm not in on. I'm not in what? on Anthony Davis moving to a power forward kind of a role, and then you hand off the center position to somebody else. Anthony Davis is a center, and Anthony Davis needs to play that position. So if you're telling okay, me... No, you could still do that. Well, I'm just saying that if you're that telling way. me you're, you're going to put these two guys on the floor at the same time, or are you telling me that you're bringing in another body to have beef on No, no, they, gotta the play, they have to play some minutes together, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I just want to keep Anthony How about you Davis do this? in center. How about you? Oh, so you don't want my, you're out on my on Miles Turner then? I'm just in on Anthony Davis staying at the center position. Okay. Well, how about this? We'll tackle this and the other two rumors at six o'clock. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I mean, I feel like Chris has a lot of hyperbole when he's naming, like, the greatest shows and the greatest songs and the greatest whatevers. Am I wrong about that? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I think you got to be careful because if you when you I'm start just, criticizing mm, Christopher, no, I'm not. He comes I'm just back like, uh, you know, right. hell hath no fury. So you're right. However, I'm just saying I feel like there's a lot of times where he's like the greatest or the best. And it's just like, OK, well, which one so really you're saying is it's overkill is what you're saying. Yeah. You know, mm. just like tell us okay. how you really feel. Don't be around the bush. Oh, wow. OK. All right. So New Zealand's national airline is asking passengers to step on the scales before they board international flights. Air New Zealand says that it wants to weigh 10,000 passengers during a month-long survey so pilots can better know the weight and balance of their planes before takeoff. Uh, the numbers from the scales will not be flashing up for everyone to see. There's going to be no visible display anywhere, the airline promised, and the weigh-in data will remain anonymous even to the airline staff. So would you guys have a problem weighing yourself in before every flight? Swipe left or swipe right, George? I mean, I personally, I would not, but I, I could see why people would. So I'm only going to speak for myself in this scenario. I will swipe right. I have no issue. Um, but I could totally see where people would be very uncomfortable with that 100%. Could I take my shoes off before I weigh in? And you have to put take things out of your pocket. Right. Because like when I go to the doctor and the doctor, before they take you into the waiting room, they're like, we need you to weigh in first. Yeah. I literally take my shoes off, take my wallet out of my pocket, take my keys out. Of, I mean, I'm going to take off everything I can take off <laughs> to just take it down just a, by half a pound. I was going to say, you that's know? not even a half a pound. Maybe that's your more. shoes. Like. Yeah. No, so, it, it does weigh a lot. Yeah. Has them. But I will say this. I, I, would, I would swipe right. I would have no problem with them weighing me in, and I wouldn't have any problem with them weighing everybody else in. Even if people are sensitive about their weight, I think that um, you have to, if, if you're the airline, you got to know like how much weight is on the plane, right? So then you can know how much baggage you can put on the plane or how much you can't put on the plane. Isn't that a thing? Is that not yeah, a thing? But, but that's why they, they limit how many bags. Right, um, and like the weight of the bags. Without charging you, right, right. yeah. Like, the one thing I never understood is, like, when you go to check a bag and if it's 51 pounds and you got to take the one thing out of your, your shoes, out of your bag, and put it into your carry-on, and it's just like, okay, you still have 51. It's a balancing 51. thing. Yeah. It's, it's a balance thing. It's not, it's not anything more than that. Hmm. Yeah, but I guess in that, it, to that point, then it kind of makes sense why they would want to start weighing people, you know? I wonder yeah, I get it, but I, I can see where they, people wouldn't want it. Yeah. I wonder if they think like, hey, there's uh, 200 people on this plane. The average person weighs 180 pounds. I'm making up a number, 150 pounds. And that's how we, that's how we come up with this math. Probably. Yeah, there's probably a, a, something to that effect. Sure. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's definitely got to be an algorithm to it. What if they secretly weigh you when you're like walking through TSA, Ooh. Cappy? Ooh. You know, you know how now they have like the scanners where you gotta yeah. like step onto it, right. put your arms up. Right, that's yeah. actually a it's scale. A scale, right? Mm -hmm. Not if right. you have Sorry, TSA pre-check, you go through the old school ones. Yeah, true. that's true. Mm -hmm. Good point. Yeah. All right, or next one. Clear. Yeah. Listen, I just want to make a point that clear. 
uh, we talked about it's worse than year. TSA pre-check. Yes, now. the yes. line is way longer. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's. Up. I don't. That's why I just, I just, I watch. Which, well, I get my clear for free, so I don't care. Same. But I, so I look at. I just look to see which line is shorter, and then I go to that one. Well, I mean, if you have clear and TSA pre-check, theoretically. Like, I don't know why anyone would have clear and not have TSA pre-check. I think that's pointless. But right. Anyway, I know, you know. I, there are people, though, that have that yeah. because they don't realize that they should just get both. But yeah. Right. But like Vegas, for example, if you're going to Vegas and you're counting on clear and you're going to be late, like getting back on your flight home, do not do not rely on clear because there's a good chance the line's going to be longer than the Well, and it's one. slow. The service yeah. sometimes can be slow. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm, just, I'm very happy with TSA pre-check. I don't have to take off my shoes. I don't have to take off a belt. I don't have to take a computer. Yeah, we don't have bag. to see that yeah. nasty toe of yours. Yeah. yeah well, I, I mean, you make, I was make, probably going to be wearing socks. People want to rebook their flights. You know, I'm probably wearing <laughs> socks. <laughs> Can't be sitting yeah. by that guy. Be like, you know. My feet are bad, but there's a lot of other people out there have more disgusting feet than me. Yeah, I doubt that. But By anyway, the way, go ahead. Uh, Rachel, Rachel jumped in and said, just so you know, Laura, she said, Laura's job is the governor. She's governing your toe conversation, which I appreciate. Thank you, Rachel. Appreciate well, that. it's true. Because, again, people didn't want to hear it. Everybody anyway. Does disgusting stuff. Everybody does disgusting stuff to Speaking themselves. of another, like, I bodily I mean, you literally pick thing. your toenails in front oh, of your girlfriend. Even the oh. thought of saying that, like, oh. like I mean, this like, woman, I mean, now we should just, like, forget about giving her, like, an award. She should get sainthood. Yeah. You know, she should get a Mandy. She deals with you daily. She should get a Mandy. Rachel should get a Mandy. Mm-hmm. An honorary Mandy. Let's make mm-hmm. it happen. Like a Nobel Prize, too. Yes. For that matter. <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Uh, on the same note here, um, a recent study shows that there may be modest benefits to sleeping naked. So Cappy might be onto something. Oh, there we go. I want to go through the benefits here real quick and get your guys' thoughts. So the first one is younger looking skin. Clothes can restrict blood circulation, making it harder for your skin to receive vitamins and minerals needed for collagen production. What do you think about that? Is that track, Cappy? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. How's it worked for Cappy? <laughs> well, George. <laughs> I I'm glad you I mean, asked. I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, you sleep naked. Do you yeah. feel like you have good collagen in your face? I do. And okay. that's why the other day you referred to me as, like, Rory McElroy's bloated big brother. That's right. collagen, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, the next one, which I don't think really works for Cap, is fewer fungal infections because Ugh. fungi and bacteria thrive. Yeah. Yes, they, f- they thrive in warm and damp areas, like your nether regions especially. And, you know... <laughs> Like, Cappy's <laughs> talked about, again, sleeping naked quite a few times, and now you've got this weird foot fungus going on, so maybe yeah. it's not working out for you in that Now, in is, that, that is that your kicking toe? Foot, um, I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I don't really know that it's a fungus, Lindsay. I'm not sure it's a fungus that's, we'll that's just creating leave it there. The, program, the problem for the big toe issue. I think it's, we'll I just, think it's the getting back into running is the problem. Okay. Mm. Well, Because okay. I weigh too much and then breaking my toenails. The last of the benefits is better emotional intimacy. Research shows that touching among consenting adults releases the love hormone hormone called oxytocin. The chemical reduces stress and encourages openness and social bonding with others. How do you feel about that, uh, Cap? Uh, feel oxytocin. good about that. Yeah. Feel real good about that. So do any of these things make you who do not... Maybe your oxytocin is ruining your toes. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe. What, you should ask Rachel about that. About oxytocin? Yeah. Okay, sleeping well, naked. I'm like, sure Rachel it... had plenty of oxytocin until your dog bit her in the ass. Yeah. Does that work with your dog, do you think? <laughs> I 
That's the so, love hormone. Like that's what makes women get attached to men more. That's like right. a study. Mm-hmm. So do any of these things make you want to sleep naked? Swipe left or swipe right? George, does this change your thoughts on not sleeping naked? No, I have plenty of like intimate relations with my wife and I sleep <laughs> with a t-shirt on and underwear. I'm totally fine with it. Okay. Really? Doesn't change. Yeah. yeah. And you, uh, you, when you say plenty. Stop. As a matter of yeah, fact, last night. Stop. Yeah. yeah. As a matter of TMI. fact, last night. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, plenty. He told you. Uh, uh, me too. Good okay. for you. Yeah. Even good. with the nasty toe and the oxytocin. <laughs> yeah, it's good. The oxytocin must be working from that toe. I'm telling you right now. All right, last one here. Former sports reporter Holly Saunders says that she's the Roger Goodell of a new sports league, Exposed Wait, Sports. which will include Instagram and OnlyFans models participating in topless matches. This is right up your alley, Cap. The former Golf Channel and Fox Sports host will launch the league in June with women competing in seven to eight sports and activities. She said the women will wear little to no clothing and bikinis while participating in chess, twister, bowling, tennis, basketball, ping pong, jump rope, billiards, and more. The league is based mostly in Las Vegas, but Saunders said they want to do on-location events in cold weather, such as skiing and snowboarding, as well as warm (laughs) events in Miami, including beach volleyball and surfing. It's unclear at this time what exposed sports will charge for its content. So we've seen something like this in the past with the Lingerie Football League. Do you think this league will actually be a success? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? You say there's a topless league? Yes. Topless and bikini wearing. Yeah, this isn't for me. It's not yeah, for you. right. No, it's not. This isn't for me, George. I'm more of a bottomless league guy. Oh, jeez. Mm. You know, so <laughs> you know. He uh, is. Remember, he said that when we were talking about the strippers that wanted to unionize, and he said he would only support it if they were bottomless and not they were just completely topless. Naked. Right? Yes. No, they were topless, and I said I only half nope. support yep. it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to say that this league could be a huge success because there are a bunch of creepy dudes out there that are willing to pay like $10 to watch a bunch of topless girls play volleyball. That is, there are dudes out there who will buy that. Well, I mean, it didn't work so well for the lingerie football league. Yeah, but they were wearing lingeries and playing football. Nobody wants I to see that. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Topless snowboarding? Guys will be like all over that. I wouldn't be. No, not sure. you. Never. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, with Cap, people will buy anything these days. So, sure. Why not? Give it a run. You know? <laughs> why not? What if they asked you to do the play-by-play for it? Would you do it, George? I don't think ESPN <laughs> would allow me to do that, probably, is my guess. But What if they offered you so much money that it was, like, way more than your ESPN Well, deal? here's the problem. There's no way some random league like that would actually have that kind of money. So, it's probably not really, like, a realistic question. Yeah, that's a good question. point. That's a good point. Um, so, there's that. If Holly Saunders is their Roger Goodell, then I'm pretty sure that... Um, <laughs> They don't have a ton of money right now, is my guess. You know, Hopefully George, you would do you would do great at play by play of that. I feel like I'd be good at play by play on anything. No, you could you could really describe the action. I could, and things would be you know a lot of things could be in motion at that point. Mm. So, uh, all right, that is Radio Tinder, award winning Radio Tinder, perhaps two time award winning Radio Tinder, presented by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, award-winning small-batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Coming up next, Cappy, do you know what's coming up next? 
Well, you did say you had two other juicy things that you wanted to talk about related to yeah, Laker but at rumors. Six. Right, okay. at six. Because Balake is coming up next. Blake oh, Harris. Blake Harris. Hey, Dodgers-Yankees starts tonight. Correct. We didn't have him on yesterday because we had a short show. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally Thursdays, but today on Friday at 545 for that. Hey, George, so, let, yeah. let me ask you a quick question here. Mm-hmm. Um, do we start our summer hours today? What is that? Well, you know how like the kids are getting out of school and stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, like today was Julia's last day of school. Right. So this girl is going to be a senior in high school next year. Today she's done. She had, we were walking the dogs like, Dad, I can't believe there's no school tomorrow. You know, I mean, I don't have school for the next, you know, three months. I'm like, well, that means me and Sedano, we're, we we got to start our summer hours because the summer has begun, right? No, we don't get summer hours. You, well, I thought that on, on Fridays during the summer, we, we end the show at 6, not 7. I mean, listen, I that would be Maybe great. Maybe in your mind. But that's not actually what happens. Lindsay, can you make that happen? I'll, I'll, I'll ask the BBBs what they have to say about it. Okay. <laughs> Let the big Bristol bosses know. Summer hours. Um, speaking of summer hours, these uh, apparently this summer we uh, we've uh, it's the unofficial start of summer. We've already changed Blake Harris's time. Normally five forty-five on Thursdays, but because of the NBA Finals, we were off early. Mm-hmm. And Blake Harris, our Dodger insider, joins us here. And you can follow him on Twitter at Blake H Harris. That is his theme music you hear in the background. He has a podcast called Inside the Ravine, and most importantly, uh, supplement his uh, future kids college fund even though he doesn't have them at the moment, uh, by subscribing to his Substack, the Blake Harris Substack, for Dodger info, great Dodger insight and analysis. Uh, he's doing the Lord's work there. Blake, how are you? Yeah, George, I thought we were about to break some monumental news that I was unaware of by dropping the uh, future kids college thing, but not quite yet. Not quite I mean, there hey, yet. I mean, you, they, uh, you may get there, you know, and you Blake, may need it. Blake, you're a point. young guy. Do you know how to do that? Do you know how, how to make a baby like that? Do you know? Oh, Jesus. I... I I, I think I think so, Cappy. I, I haven't, you know. You took that class. I haven't done it. I haven't done it yet. So maybe maybe we're not doing something right. You mean the so baby part, don't, right? But yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The uh, the baby part. So maybe maybe we'll get there for the future mini Blake Harris college well, college fund. Take advice from them because they both just did it last night. Apparently. <laughs> there you go. I heard. Yeah. Talk, talk about picking quite the time to turn into the show. I was like, I, I think this is what they're talking about. I'm pretty it sure. It happens with yeah. you, Blake. George, you know, when George bragged to me, I was like, all right, well, I got to come back to you. You know, he's enjoying, uh, you know, relations last night, and he sleeps in underpants and a, and a T-shirt, this guy. And I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of you guys. Well, thanks. Yeah. thanks. Thank we you. still got it. We still got our games. Before we get to the Yankees and uh, the Dodgers – um, what is going to happen with Noah Syndergaard here at this point? Well, it sounds like he's officially going to be making his next start in Cincinnati, which actually I was very surprised by. Now, I know a lot of people want to designate him for assignment, which I totally get, but the Dodgers, they need arms right now. They need guys that can make starts, and they don't really have that. I thought the smart move would have been, since yesterday was an off day, they're going to have an off day on Monday. They could have pushed him back a little, given him some more time, and then maybe wait their options next weekend in Philadelphia because Julio's going to be back. But it looks like he'll be making another start next week. Now, apparently the Reds offensively aren't the best. So uh, maybe by having him face the Reds, they can maybe get him back into the swing of things. But maybe if he struggles against the Reds, that'll be enough for they say, if you can't get this lineup out, uh, you can't get anybody out moving forward. 
All right, so Blake, tonight series starts against the Yankees. And like when I was a kid, you know, the Yankees and the Dodgers, that was it, man. I mean, that was the World Series matchup that, you know, when I was a little kid, that that's what got you to baseball was, you know, Reggie Jackson in October against the Dodgers. You know, I was a big Yankees fan, Bucky Dent and these kinds of, you know, guys. Yankees come to L.A. It doesn't happen all that often. There should be a great buzz at Dodger Stadium over the next three days. What do you say? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be something. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but in my lifetime, I want to say the Yankees have been to Dodger Stadium like maybe three or four times. Obviously, the two teams haven't met up in the World Series during my lifetime, but yeah, anytime the Yankees come to town, it's, it's a huge, huge, huge deal. And obviously, there's going to be a bunch of New York fans there. Uh, I, I think people actually had to take out, you know, private loans to afford these tickets because I was looking at stuff up earlier. My dad and uncle, they were interested in attending the game. And I think after fees, the cheapest ticket for tonight was like 100 bucks. But there's going to be 50,000 people there. So I think the environment is probably going to be as good of an environment as you can get. It's not a playoff game. Yeah, I can't wait to watch um, that particular matchup. Um, so as we look at the way these two teams are playing at the moment, uh, the Dodgers have played, you know, pre- pretty good baseball here. Obviously, uh, we talked about it last week that they were near the tops uh, in the National League. And right now they lead the National League um, or the tied uh, for the National League lead in wins. And I believe, uh, yeah, percentage now, too, because the Diamondbacks of them are tied. So and then meanwhile, the Yankees playing in arguably the toughest division, in, well, maybe not even arguably in the toughest division in the sport. um have dealt with some issues as well, right? So as you kind of survey those two teams and the things they've had to endure, injuries, lack of uh, talent in certain areas, what would you best say they've accomplished thus far? Yeah, I mean, this is going to be quite quite the matchup between two teams that are playing probably hotter baseball than anyone. Ever since Aaron Judge came back for the Yankees, they've been, I think, maybe the best team in the American League. And ever since the Dodgers were 500, they've been, I think, the best team in the National League. So, honestly, this is probably the most ideal time you could have asked for this matchup because this is a potential World Series matchup. I know a lot of people still are high on the Rays, they're high on the Astros, but uh, people forget that this Yankees team is well put together. And I'm actually looking forward to seeing the Dodgers Seeing the Yankees at full strength, I think the Yankees had a couple of their players activated off the IL today in Stanton, Donaldson, and pretty much for the Dodgers, you're going to be sending Kershaw out there tonight. We get to see the rookie Bobby Miller on Sunday. So I, I think this is going to be an absolute fantastic series that a lot of, I think the country is going to be watching. I think tomorrow's game is on Fox, Sunday, Sunday Night Baseball. So, yeah, a lot to look forward to in this series, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of positive and negative takeaways uh, when the, the game wraps up Sunday night because uh, anytime you have two juggernauts like this that have the history they do, it's absolute must-see television. Yeah, and when you have Kershaw tonight against Judge, I mean, that's the kind of matchup you expect to see when it means something in October, you know? The, the, the likelihood of ever seeing these guys you know, playing, if it's not a World Series, is so small. So it's, it's really, really cool. You know, looking at the standings, though, I don't really follow the Diamondbacks. I, I don't even know where they came from. But, man, all of a sudden they got the same, same exact record as the Dodgers. What's Again, happening here? You, you, you don't listen. Blake and I talk. What, Blake, yeah. tell this man. Tell this man, Blake. I heard you guys I, give I, me I, your preseason <laughs> predictions that Arizona could be a team to look out for. I heard you guys, okay? 
But I'm I telling mean, you but, that but like you a couple days ago, the Dodgers had like this lead in the division. I wasn't even paying attention to Arizona. Where'd they come from? I mean, Balake is our man, and you're not listening to him. Balake? Thoughts, comments, feel feel good, feedback? What do you say? (laughs) It was all detailed in the Substack back in about March, Scotty. But then I came on the show. You guys asked me about, you know, other teams in the NL that could give the Dodgers fifth. And I said, this may be a hot take, but keep an eye on the Arizona Diamondbacks. And George, like always, because, you know, we agree on so many things. Great baseball minds think alike. He said, well, he yeah. Read your substack. If I read your substack, I'd be, I'd be spewing your same stuff, too. I don't always agree with down, him. Yeah, but a lot of the great takes. So, yeah, the D-backs. I personally, I, I, again, I, I thought they would be a wild card kind of team. I figured they'd probably win 80, 85-ish wins. First, I was not expecting them to be, you know, two months into the season tied with the Dodgers for the lead in the National League West. But if anything, I think this is actually better for the Dodgers. I think it's going to give them a little extra incentive to maybe, you know, try a little harder. Make sure you win every game having a team like this breathing down your neck because I've been seeing what's been going on in Arizona with the fans, with what the players are acting like. This is a big deal to them. Being tied with the Dodgers in the NL West in June, I know for a lot of other teams, they might just say, okay, it's been two months, but – it's a big deal for them, so I don't think the D-backs are going away anytime soon, and I think them taking those first couple of series you know, at the beginning of the year against the Dodgers, it, it wasn't a fluke. This D-backs team is legit. What are we going to do with my guy, Yancy Almonte, man? Well, uh, I, George, we are riding out this fantastic wave right now because I think he's now gone six straight scoreless games. So maybe he just had a bad three, four-week stretch, and he's kind of fixed right now. So I'm... I'm enjoying the ride as of right now because these last two weeks he's looked like the NC of last year, the one that we were lobbying to be the Dodgers closer. So he's improved. He's looked a lot better. And I, I'm hoping that whatever he fixed a couple of weeks ago, it, it's working. Yeah. Okay. So what are we going to do about my guy, Trace Thompson? Well, uh, he, he, he's looked a lot better this past week. He I had, forget what the numbers were, game, but yeah. three hits. I mean, mm-hmm. he had more hits over the course of 90 minutes than he did over the course of about six weeks. And ever since last Sunday, he's only had a handful of at-bats, which I, I'm kind of frustrated with this because Trace Thompson had a fantastic game last Sunday. Doesn't see the field for, I think, four days. And his first start, you know, I think in four or five days, whatever, comes out, records a base hit, and he hasn't seen the field since. So this is a guy, he might be turning things around, but now you're just keeping him on the bench. You know, you got to write the hot hand. Maybe see if he has it. If he has another 0 for 4 performance, put him back on the bench. But, I mean, with the way James Outman's been playing recently, the way Miguel Rojas has been playing, uh, you got to have guys that can hit. So maybe he's figured things out. But Trace Thompson, the last two games he's appeared in, he's looked like the 2022 Trace Thompson, which uh, could be huge for his confidence moving forward. Last one for you, Blake Harris, our Dodger insider. Is this past, basically since May, right? Because we're just like a couple days into June. But is this last month the best we've seen from the trio of Freeman, Betts, and Smith in a given month, in your opinion? It, it might just be. I mean, Freddie Freeman, I, I posted a tweet about this yesterday. He had a month that we've never seen before by any major league player. That's how good he was. Mookie Betts is doing Mookie Betts things. He's been fantastic for the Dodgers. And Will Smith, he's been arguably the best hitting catcher in all of baseball. So, the fact that the Dodgers are getting so much out of these top three guys, I mean, every one of them could be an MVP candidate at this point. All three should be all-stars. And I agree. I think through the first year and two months that we've seen this Dodger trio, I think this is by far the best all three have been playing at any collective moment. As I look on wood to ensure that 
all three of these guys don't all go over for tonight at the play. <laughs> well, look, you've been carrying this trio, and we appreciate you coming on every week to talk baseball with us. Follow him on Twitter at Blake H. Harris. Uh, subscribe to his Substack, the Blake Harris Substack, and of course, inside the Ravine is the podcast. Thank you, buddy. Later, Balaka. I appreciate you guys as always. Have a great weekend. See ya. All right, Cappy, you want those Laker rumors? Those juicy, juicy Laker rumors. Yeah, you already Next. hit me with the big man rumor. Right. I got a I got a point guard and I got an LA native rumor. Okay. All right. You got me you got my interest peaked. All right. We'll do it next.